I have to share this story with you guys. I was cleaning my kitchen the other day and my two teenage boys who are 13, about to be 14 and 15 come into the kitchen and they're filming something for their be real social media account. It's like the upcoming trending hip young social media platform. And it's something where it's like, it's called be real because you're supposed to post something when the notification comes on with whatever it is, whatever your surroundings are. And so they're filming elf on on, elf on the shelf in my kitchen. And I was like, you guys, why are you filming right there? Like, why can't you film somewhere else in the kitchen? Because guess what they were filming next to my junk pile. Do you have a junk pile in your house? Maybe it's in your office, in your bedroom, your garage. I don't know, but I have one in my kitchen and you guys, this is where all of the bills go. This is where all of the random papers go. It is actually where everything goes. Now that I think about it, it's like just such a mess. It's actually overwhelming to look at. Like my husband is like, how, why, what is this? And it's so embarrassing, you know, like it's something that I never want anybody to see, but the boys were filming right in front of it. And I was like, you guys, why out of all the areas in this house, do we need to film in front of the junk pile? This is so yucky and it doesn't look good. It's not aesthetically pleasing. And they look at me and they go, just be real because that's like the point of this whole social media account. And I was like, yeah, but we don't need to be that real, you know? And they were like, well, mommy, this is always here. Like it is what it is. Don't be fake. And I was so called out. I was so seen. I was like, yeah, but social media is curated. You guys, it is meant to look aesthetically pleasing. We do not need to show junk piles to people. And I just got such a kick out of that. And then something in my spirit woke up and I was like, wait a second. What else is it about this junk pile? What is the junk pile in your life that you don't want people to see? What is the junk pile that you think needs to be cleaned up before you go sit in the presence of the Lord? And I found myself at times feeling ashamed or guilty or like I need to get it all together. It's that spirit of performance that comes up again. And we just have to rebuke that bad boy. But that spirit of performance can come up like we have to have it all together before we go and sit with the father. And it was in that moment that I felt this breaking off that God wants you to come as you are fully as you are. You don't need to have every little thing put together. You don't need to have a perfectly curated prayer. You come as you are into the presence of God. You come with the worries, come with the anxieties, come with the fears, come with everything that is pressing on your heart and sit in the presence of the father. For it is in that intimate place that he is able to bring revelation, to bring healing, to help get rid of some of the things in the junk pile that don't need to be there. But we do not need to hide our junk pile from the Lord. And I think that especially in this season that we're in, as we're transitioning from one year to the next, a lot of things can come up. A lot of things bubble up during the holidays naturally anyway, but there's so much that comes up in this transitional season. And I think about what transition is and, you know, we're all in process. We're all in process of something. And in this process of transitioning seasons, 
I want to invite you in, and I don't know where you fall in this. Maybe you're in a season where you're super happy about how this year went for you. Like you are thriving, you are winning, you feel amazing. You're like, yeah, I can't wait to conquer this new year. Or maybe you're feeling a little bit disappointed and you wish that things would have gone a little differently in this last year. Or you came out of the gate strong in this last year and some things just fell out of place and you fell back into old habits and you're not where you want to be. I don't know where you specifically fall right now, but I know that you can hang on to the scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So you know, no matter what, right now, as we are transitioning seasons, as our junk piles are exposed, and I pray that they are exposed because we don't want to perform for God. We want to sit in his presence and be transformed by his presence. And here is what I know for sure. God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus is to always be joyful, to never stop praying. Never stop praying. Sit with him. Sit in his presence. Don't stop praying, especially as we transition out of this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. Be thankful in all circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances. You know, you can't complain and be grateful at the same time. So we're either complaining or we're expressing gratitude, but you always have a choice in reframing. If you've gone into complaint, you can always reframe that to gratitude. But I want to encourage you as we are in process, as we are closing this year, and as we are in a reflective spirit, remember to always be thankful. Transition is always the hardest part. I remember um, with all my babies, I did, I gave birth to them all naturally and I chose not to do any drugs. And I um, really, those were the moments that I felt closest to the Lord um, was when I was birthing my babies. But my doulas and my midwives always told me, Candace, when you go into transition, so it's like right before you push, you're fully dilated and then you go into transition and then you push the baby out. They said the hardest part is the transition. So when you feel like you can't do it, just know that you can. And I was like, okay, well, that's really, you know, before you have the baby, you're like, great. And so every time I remember looking at Brian and I didn't talk, which is shocking, but I didn't talk through my births or through my labors. And the only time I did, I remember one time I looked up at Brian, all the times I looked up at Brian and I said, um, babe, I don't think I can do this. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's good. That means the baby's coming. And sure enough, I would get back into prayer, get back into surrender. And it's after that transition that the baby came. And so I just want to encourage you in this season of transition, if you are feeling like, I don't know if I can do this. This is getting really hard. This fight is getting really hard. I want to encourage you to not give up because your baby is coming. You are about to start a new year. A new season is coming for you. A new season of breakthrough. And the Lord has good plans for you. You seek the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And I want to encourage you 
with transition, I specifically remember every time I got scared because it was painful. I'm talking about when I was giving birth. Every time I got scared because it was painful, my dilation process would stop and it would hurt way more. But when I surrendered, the process would continue and it did not hurt as much. Surrender. Can I encourage you to surrender? Surrender always leads to greater things. Letting go is what will propel you forward. Giving up control may feel like the last thing you want to do, but when you do it, it will realign you back to the will, heart, and plans of God over your life. You were designed to recognize God's voice. You were designed by God to recognize his voice. So I want to encourage you in this season of transition, come to God with your junk pile. Come to him fully as you are and say, what is it, Lord? What do you want? To, what do you want me to hang on to as I go into this new year? What do you want me to let go of? If you're finding yourself in the season of transition, please surrender, surrender, surrender. 90% of what we do on a continual basis is habits. Did you know that? I think that's absolutely amazing and also equally crazy because we are showing up and we are doing things that we aren't even aware of because it's just a habit. You know, like when you go and you park a car because it's the same place you always park the car and then you go back out and you're like, wait, where did I park the car? It's like you just do things out of habit. And I know you've experienced that where you're driving somewhere and you're not even like really present, but you're just doing it because it's a habit and you've always taken that route. Do you understand that's why habits are so important? And I believe in the season of surrender and in the season of intimacy and the season of transition, that there is an undoing of old habits or toxic habits that aren't serving you anymore that are in that junk pile that the Lord is asking you to leave behind. He's asking you to leave them behind. Surrender, allow it to happen. And I want you to write down these journal prompts because I believe that these journal prompts are going to start a conversation with you and the Lord as you transition out of this year, as you transition and you bring your junk pile, you bring everything to the Lord uninhibited. You come to him. I want you to ask him, what am I celebrating that happened this year? What are you celebrating that happened this year? Write this down in your journal. This is going to give you so much freedom and so much clarity. Did you know that when you journal, one of the biggest reasons to journal is because it produces clarity. And a lot of people are overwhelmed in their life because they are random and they are not clear. And so if you're feeling overwhelmed in any area right now, sometimes slowing down, sitting in the presence of God, so that you can get grounded and remember who you are, get the peace from the Lord, the direction, the clarity, then you can move forward and continue on with what it is that God has on your plate for the day, for your destiny. Journal prompts. What am I celebrating that happened this year? Breakthrough. Is there breakthrough in a certain area? Is there something you stayed committed to that you're really proud of? Did you get a new job? Did you have a baby? What are you celebrating? Maybe you had a grandbaby. What are you celebrating? Celebrate something. Begin to journal and the Lord will take you on this beautiful journey. And then 
ask the Lord what needs to be left behind as you enter the new year. Lord, as I bring my junk pile to you, do you want to get rid of it all? What is it that you want me to leave behind? Maybe there's an addiction. Maybe you want to stop spending so much money. Maybe you want to stop going to a counterfeit comfort. Maybe there is a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction or a porn addiction, or maybe there is something that you're specifically struggling with that you're saying, I don't want to struggle with this anymore, but you're also like, can I really bring this to God? Yes, you can. You can bring that to him. And you know, the spirit of God lives inside of you. So that means you have self-control, that you are disciplined. And so you can bring that to the Lord and partner with him. And as you sit with him, you are empowered to walk out in obedience, the things that he's revealed to you in your journal time. So ask him, Lord, what is it that needs to be left behind as I enter the new year? And lastly, I would ask the Lord to partner with you and say, who is it that I want to become? Who is it that you want me to become, Lord? Do you want me to become more patient? Get clear about the person that you are becoming and not what you're doing, but it's in the becoming that you will truly be transformed. And so ask the Lord, who do you want me to become? And then I want you to create a small habit that you can commit to, that you can commit to that will lead you into this new year with some clarity and with some direction. And maybe it's something like this. Maybe you say, I want to be healthy. Instead of going and doing 700 million things and getting on all these different diet plans, pick one habit. I'm going to walk outside three times a week for 10 minutes a day. I can commit to that. One small habit. I want to be disciplined. So I'm going to floss my teeth every day. And every day when I'm flossing my teeth, because it's a small habit, I'm not saying go do something big. I'm saying go do something small consistently. Watch God work. I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to floss my teeth every day. Every day when you're flossing your teeth, I'm disciplined. I'm disciplined. I want to be a servant leader. Okay, go write one note a week to someone on your team because that's who you are. You're a servant leader. So figure out and plan with the Lord who it is that you want to become and then create a small habit around that and write a scripture out for each month. What is a scripture that you want etched in your heart as you begin the new year. Hang on to that scripture with all of you. Hang on to that scripture with all of you. And I just want to pray for you right now in this transition, in this new year, in this surrender, in this new season, would you make room? Would you make room for what it is that the Lord wants to do? Let go of the old, and allow the process to begin. We are all in process. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you, God, that surrender always leads to greater things. God, I thank you that in this transitional season of life, it can be so painful. But I thank you, God, that you give us a hope and that you give us a vision and a future for our life. And God, I pray for every single person listening right now, who might even just be struggling with coming fully to you, God, that you would reveal a fresh touch over their life right now. And I feel it. I feel the Lord moving in your life right now. God, I thank you. I thank you, God, that you are imparting a fresh vision that you are right now. Um, he's revealing to you. 
He's revealing to you some familiar toxic ways that you fall back to certain things. And he's asking that you would give those to him. He's asking for your old habits. Would you trust him? You know what's so uncomfortable is doing something differently than you've done because we are what we repeatedly do. So therefore, if we've always done something the same way, it is extremely comfortable. So when we step outside of that, it can be very uncomfortable. But the Lord is asking you to trust him in the uncomfortable transition of your life because the baby is birthed right after the transition. So I pray blessing over this season. I pray presence over this season. I pray that you would not need to perform, but that you would be surrendered to who God is in your life and allow his presence to saturate you and give you clarity and direction in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.